All right, third podcast that I've recorded tonight, and I am absolutely loving it. So this episode is going to be about my Weight Watchers garden and the trials and tribulations and I Love Lucy humorous shenanigans that are involved with having a garden. So my fiance is currently in the process of renovating the home that he grew up in. It's a home in the middle of wine country and it's a great piece of land that is surrounded by vineyards and it needs some TLC. And we are also planning on getting married there. All of this is over on my website, SheilaJane.co. I've got millions of things going on. My airing business, my uh, RV life on a farm and a ranch <laughs> life that's over there. So definitely head to that website if you want to see all of this shenanigans. But anyway, so yeah, we hope to get married there. Our wedding was canceled due to COVID-19, the pandemic of 2020. Um, And so my partner wants to renovate the house. The plan is for us to live on this land that he grew up in. The house will need quite a bit of work and he hasn't got there yet. I'm not sure when that's going to happen. He was kind of up until July just getting ready for our wedding to be on the property, so we have an RV that is on site that is kind of like our home base. Um, and he has taken on the project of building 14 garden beds. I think that's the final number of what it's going to be. And, you know, in Weight Watchers, vegetables and fruits are zero points. And I'm on purple plan. And I think on all plans are zero points. So I was really stoked that his vision was to build all of these garden boxes and I would have the veggies and fruit at my fingertips to make amazing zero point meals instead of going to the grocery store to get them. And it's been a journey and that's what I wanted to do this podcast just so that I have on record like where I'm at and what I've done and what we're up to uh, because it's quite amusing. (laughs) So we, neither of us have planting, growing, farmer experience. Obviously we have things like YouTube. Joe, my fiance, has done an incredible job building the garden boxes. They look super professional. You can see pictures over on my website. And we're just kind of slapping things together and seeing what happens. I mean, he planted... Uh, we had cute, we have cucumbers, zucchini, Brussels sprouts, lettuce, tomatoes, watermelon, honeydew, no, cantaloupe, beans, radishes. What else am I missing? I mean, we've planted quite a bit of stuff. And, um, so I'm in charge, like Joe does the labor work of building it, the infrastructure of it. And I am supposed to be in charge of the master plan since I am like the organizer of this. And so then every night I've been sitting with my computer and mapping out the garden beds and learning about plants and vegetables and fruit. So last night I'm doing this research and the light of my life, my universe has become the baby watermelon and cantaloupe fruits. We planted them a week or two weeks ago and they are thriving and they have little bitty baby melons 
attached to the vine that make my heart melt into a puddle of a million pieces and I've grown so attached to each and every one and I want to rock them to sleep and sing them a lullaby and they're cuter to me right now than kittens and puppies and koala bears and sloths. Like they're so fuzzy and cute and I don't understand why there isn't a community that I can find that is for gushing over baby fruits. I just can't. I just can't. They're so cute. So last night I was watching videos on YouTube because we got to do this right and I got to take care of these fledgling babies. And oh my God, I am in shock of what I may have to do. First of all, we did it all wrong. We planted four watermelon plants and four cantaloupe plants in one garden bed. And the first video I watched was like, if you don't have a ton of land, like a hundred feet worth of land, don't even think about growing watermelons. And I'm like, oh my God, they're so impacted in this garden bed. So problem number one. Then I watched a delightful YouTube video where a woman was showing how to make cantaloupe plants grow upward in a trellis situation. So I thought, okay, that's totally something Joe can do. I'm taking notes. And then she proceeds to talk about how once the melons get heavy, hanging from the trellis infrastructure, when they're ripe, they will snap off their basically umbilical cord attached to the plant and they will fall on the ground and crack open and that's not good. So she proceeds to take pantyhose and put the melons in the pantyhose to attach them to the trellis device. And I am watching this and my jaw is on the floor like, oh my God, can I do this? This is <laughs> insane. I don't know if I signed up for this. So I did talk to Joe last night. He was very pumped up that I am on board and researching, coming up with plans. And I told him, I'm like, we've got to take this to the next level. I will not let these baby melons die. They also talked about, um, you know, they, those melons need a lot of nutrients. And so how you feed them midway through the growing cycle. Oh, you can buy like melon crate cradles. I don't know if I can get these on Amazon, but you know, if the melon is on the ground, the bugs can get it and all that hard work is for naught because they get discolored and then the bugs like the ants infiltrate the melon and then it rots. So having a WW garden <laughs> has taken quite a turn of intensity. Um, we're also uh, having a little nursery um, for strawberries. We're trying to go strawberries. Last night I was so excited because I picked like four tiny little red strawberries from our strawberry patch <laughs> and I got home and I'm like doing my stuff and eating my little WW snacks and oh I'll have a strawberry and I go and it is an ant infestation in the kitchen. I'm talking probably hundreds of ants that I did not know were in the bag that I brought the strawberries home. So I panicked and I like threw them out the door <laughs> out into the yard. And I was just like, oh my God. Oh my God. So then I had to research that. And for that, you need to put mulch or straw down 
maybe straw, strawberries, straw down so that the berries can sit on that and not rot and it kind of protects the bugs from getting them. So yeah, I learned a lot about cucumbers this growing season. Most of our cucumbers ended up being super bitter, um, so that wasn't good. Cucumbers are very temperamental. We had an aphid infestation in our Brussels sprouts. So tonight I had the hose and I read that you can spray Brussels sprouts at like super high speed and it will destroy the aphids. So I tried that. We'll see. The tomatoes are thriving and all I can think about making is a two point um, or wheat thin like one slice of that, one part of it, with one teaspoon of light mayonnaise, which I think is like zero points, two pieces of turkey bacon, a huge beefsteak slice of like juicy tomato, and then a fried egg on top. Oh my gosh, you guys, that sounds so delicious. This is what I'm excited about in the WW Garden. But there are some trials and tribulations and adventures that come with having a WW garden. We did have a lot of success with our zucchini, um, but we have probably five zucchinis a day. Like we cannot keep up with the zucchinis. And my mom um, had some and she made some zucchini blueberry bread. And I was so stoked because she used a recipe that was with whole grains and lemon and it looked really healthy and I went into my Weight Watchers app to calculate the points and it was like 10 points per slice because there was like a half a cup of butter. So that was such a bummer and of course I ate a slice and I had to go in for another slice and that day was not a great point day for me but yeah, like I saw a recipe on Facebook for you cut the zucchini and you make little pizzas with a little marinara sauce and mozzarella cheese. And then I've got my turkey pepperoni. That looked really good. So definitely having a WW Garden is encouraging me to find recipes and figuring out what I can do with all of the stuff that we're growing. We made a ton of pickles, um, bread and butter pickles and dill pickles. Unfortunately, the first batch we made was a no-go because we didn't realize that they turned bitter or they were bitter. We weren't like taste testing every pickle. We were just like, or cucumber, cutting them and putting them and yeah, that was not good. But now we're on a roll with that and I've been doing um, the dill pick, no, the bread, I did dill pickles, but today I did bread and butter pickles chopped up with tuna fish a tablespoon of my light mayonnaise, some celery chopped up on my two-point or wheat sandwich slice thing. So good. I toast the bread. Oh, so good. So I love that I'm using the pickles for that. Um, And then the next thing that we are thinking about is secession planting. So this time we planted all the cucumbers at once. And it was a cucumber I mean, we could have filled a swimming pool with cucumbers and it would just be not enough space. (laughs) Like we were overflowing in cucumbers. So we learned about secession planting where you plant like one little plant and then maybe two weeks later you plant another so that you get crops that are coming in at varying times for harvest so you're not overwhelmed. Um, 
and I'm really excited about lettuce. I learned a lot about lettuce. We planted spinach and arugula in June and um, got a lot of great salads out of that. But soon the arugula and spinach got really bitter. And I learned that lettuce like that doesn't like the hot summer sun. And if it gets it, it will do something called bolt where it will flower and then it turns the rest of the leaves just like a really bitter flavor and you have to just get rid of it. So we learned that lesson and so now Joe has built in one of the garden beds a um, a cover, like a shade covering for, we have red leaf lettuce and then a butter type lettuce. So I'm excited about that and lettuce here in California we can grow pretty much year round essentially as long as it's covered or shaded and there's nothing nothing like fresh picked lettuce the flavor is out of this world I can't believe the difference in garden spinach versus when I got it at the grocery store and so I will keep you updated on my WW garden I definitely think it came at the perfect time when I was starting this WW journey because I'm so invested and excited about all the fruits and veggies that we're growing and they just taste all that much more delicious because we've grown them and when I bite into a vegetable that we've grown, in fact, like I am craving one of my pickles right now. I'm doing this podcast and I'm drooling. After this, I'm going straight to get a pickle. Um, but because we've grown it and then I eat it, I know the hard work that went into it. I know how I babied it. And then it's just like, I savor the food that much more instead of, oh, just here's another, you know, thing from the grocery store. And this is boring. It's just invigorated my journey with these zero point foods. So I highly recommend it. And there's so many videos on YouTube you don't have that much space of how you can do little container gardens. My good girlfriend um, is in New York and she lives on, I don't know, the 20th story of some apartment complex and she is growing a mecca of her own produce on her balcony in like New York City. She's got tomatoes and lettuce and herbs and um, so it's possible. It is definitely possible. It's just you and I might laugh a little bit about our growing garden mistakes that we make along the way. I will for sure document when I put my melons in pantyhose. Just wait for it. You got to follow me on the Instagrams and my website. More on that coming later. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.